I got bit by like three mosquitoes while out there. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Tough Podcast here with your boy, Sports Guy David and Sugar Free Lucas. And our special guest fan today is the one and only Jay Sniff from Twitter. If you guys follow us on Twitter, this dude is always on it. We're doing a Browns fan spotlight. Jay Sniff, how are you doing today, man? Oh, it's a great day. Hot outside, <laughs> Lucas. Y'all heard it all. <laughs> you got mosquitoes, locos. Yeah. There were ants on the table, you know. That's that's how it is. And you're in Texas, right? Yes, sir. Good old. What part of Texas? What part of Texas? <laughs> okay, it gets really confusing. All right, so I always claim I will always claim Houston. Okay. Now the Texans were my original team, and so they just kept letting me down. <laughs> <laughs> so so then that's how I got into the Browns, really. Okay. Uh, yeah, how- how did you get to the Browns? Like brown, your favorite color, orange, your favorite color? No, it's just I chose the Browns. Uh, this was this was way back when. Well, what, was the, la- what was the last straw for you as a Texans fan? Like I want to know because dude, they been- just uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, and I, that makes no sense because I went to the Browns when they were at their lowest. Well, what year was that? What was that around? Yeah, well, who was their oh, starting quarterback to give us a reference? I think McCown. Oh wow! Damn. Yeah. I went from like Matt Schaub to McCown. I can only say like I respect you not bandwagoning, but my goodness, why did you put yeah. yourself through that? I mean, I, I like the underdogs. I'm a really underdog kind of person. And for I me, mean, the mascot pra- is the underdog, right? It, or it's a bulldog? Yeah, it's, it's a dog. So yeah, like dog pound. You know? Yeah, the dog pound. All right. So, well, well, so have you been to any Texans games or any Browns games, any NFL games? Oh, I've been to a ton of Texans games when I was little. But uh, recently, I believe 2019, when we went six, nine, and one, uh, I went to I went to a Texans Browns game in Houston. Mm. Oh, there you go. So and I was the I was the one Browns fan, and we lost because Antonio Callaway dropped. Uh, we had a offensive <laughs> holding on it. Baker Mayfield to Antonio Callaway touchdown. It was so hype. We lost by like three touchdowns, though. It don't matter. Uh, <laughs> it, it was well, Deshaun how, Watson's prime. Yeah. Well, how is it being like the only Browns fan? I assume in the Houston area. So funny story is my my high school. I played football in high school, and my yeah. my DBs coach played for the Browns. Oh wow, Anthony okay. Marlboro. I don't know if y'all know. That sounds like a football player. <laughs> and then. Uh, Funny enough, our right guard, who I played with, he was also a Browns fan. He's from Cleveland. So so I knew two of them, (laughs) but that's it. Everybody else was Cowboys and Texans. So in Houston, I would think the the sports culture there is just – the Rockets lost Harden, Chris Paul, and they're just like into rebuilding. Don't get me started on Harden. The the Astros are just still getting shit for it, and I'm a Dodger fan. So, oh yeah, I, and the Astros are still relevant too. And the Astros still mm-hmm. they, they play better when they're hated. It's weird. And then you got the Texans. Just Houston overall is just big sports city. Yeah, it's awesome. Just, and we got the Dynamo for soccer. And you got Lean. Yeah, <laughs> you're just legit not having a good ass time if you're a Houston fan. I, I as well, I see, I just like, oh man, it's tough out there. So the Texans lost. Well. They didn't lose Bill O'Brien, but Bob is now out of there. Thank Bob, God. That's thank the best God thing that happened to Houston sports. And like, yeah. Don't get me started. Okay, so do you know Jack Easterby? You have to know Jack yeah. Easterby, right? He has a conspiracy, he has a conspiracy theorist. What is, your th- what is your thoughts on Jack Easterby? For, do, what do you know about the man? 
Do you hear I, Houston rumors? Like what? what no, what I don't. Be talking. I'm usually Browns now, so I okay. stay out of Houston. Houston, okay. Texas stuff. Now Rockets and Astros. I'm not a big baseball fan, but I I will tune into those. But anything Texans, yeah, that's them now. I'm okay. It's in the on. So Browns. So you say you're into the rumors. What, what? Um, I know you know the Browns most. Like, what are you most excited for as a Browns fan, or just like some, I, like players just, that are like, undrafted? Oh, uh, joke. Our second round linebacker. Oh, yes. Yes, we were high on him. Yes. Jeremiah Okua Owosu. Yeah, right? yeah. I Jeremiah love him Owosu. so much. And then so Greg Newsom. I was kind of hesitant because I wanted I wanted a uh, joke on uh, the first round. But, yeah. I mean, we ended up getting him in the second round just like last year's draft when we got Delpit in the second round. Of course, mm-hmm. we can't wait to see how he does with uh, John Johnson and then Ronnie Harrison at safeties. I mean, both Troy of those Hill. are – yeah, Troy Hill in the slot corner. And, I mean, I was hesitant on the Newsom pick because Greedy. I mean, we still have Greedy. We don't know how he's going to fare because of his shoulder injury. But I just – I mean, we just stacked up on defense in the offseason, which I loved. So what's your opinion on Clowney? You think he could reemerge his career as a Brown or he's more there for a distraction for Garrett? Like, that's what I think he is. Like, people I are going to pay attention to him a little bit, but it's going to be Miles Garrett all the way. I mm-hmm. never thought. So I was so I was at that moment when Clowney was drafting the Texans, I was slowly transitioning towards the Browns. Okay. And so I never really – he never panned out in Houston, and then where would he go? Tennessee after that? Yeah, Tennessee. Yeah, I think he had a little bit in Seattle as well. Oh yeah, um, he had that Seattle stint. But oh. yeah, I just don't. I'm not a fan of the guy. I didn't want us to sign him at all. I mean, we could have fared. I would kept uh, Ov Olivier Vernon. Mm. I would have kept him on the other side because he he performed when Miles Garrett went out with COVID. And he oh was yeah. Yeah, so I think it's a big uh, opportunity for Miles Garrett to have a huge year this year. I mean, Jadavion Clowney, we'll see, we'll see how he does. I mean, TJ Watt had uh, Bud Dupree, and that was his guy, so I think maybe Miles Garrett just needed a second one. Jeremiah Wilson Cormo, too, could have a big one. I also like Taki Taki. I mean, there's a bunch of role oh, players on this Ta- defense. Oh, Sion Taki Taki, <laughs> I love him. Mac Wilson was my favorite when he got drafted in, I believe, 2018 with Baker Mayfield, but he's dropped off. Like, he, he did not I was so well high on Mac, I wanted Mac Wilson over uh, Kenneth Murray. They got drafted at the same time, yeah. I believe. And I was like, Mac Wilson from Alabama. They just produce linebackers. And then, yeah, he, he, he fell off a little bit. And I was so sad. But, yeah, like Justin mentioned, Greedy Williams and Deplet, those guys are coming back from injury. I know. Yes. Like, so, like, that secondary is it, just – It seems stacked. I mean – Potential is potential for them to just learn and get better. And that's what you need to be. I mean, you need to be stacked up in that secondary. And that's why, I mean, we have the Browns highly ranked on our defensive rankings. And- oh, yeah. Let me pull this out. So okay. this is not just the one. This is just a lot of it, – it, it's yeah. – we have two separate lists. Me and Lucas have two separate lists, and we're all over the place on multiple teams. So I got to, like, average it out. It took me, like, three years to get – or three years. Three <laughs> hours to get to this. Yeah. So I have the Browns' third overall rank, second offensive – or, yeah, second offensively and second defensively. So break those down for me. Overall, defensive offense, start wherever you want. Okay, so we're going to start on the easy side, the offensive side, because – 
we've seen him perform, that's been carrying us. Our whole team has been offensive-based, where you have Baker Mayfield, who I do believe he is a top-10 quarterback. Ooh. Now, he is, he is not – he is low. He might be 9, 10, 11, but he is 10 or 9 up on my list. I'll give him – because I can name – Let's see, can, let's see if we can right name now. 10 quarterbacks who I think are better than Baker Mayfield right now. Tom Brady, Mahomes, J- uh, Josh Allen, Matthew Stafford, Justin mm. Herbert. I'll, I'll see Matthew Stafford on the Rams. Yeah. I'll wait, because he's – Dak he's Prescott, right Tannehill. 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 No, Tannehill, I'm not – Tannehill's been Tannehill. having insane production. I'll, over, give, you, I'll give you that. But everybody's efficiency. the run. Russell, yeah, Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson. Uh, who else? Matt uh, Ryan. Lamar. Matt Ryan's Lamar. Out. out now. Lamar can't throw. Don't even get me started. We'll talk about that well, later. We'll talk about that. Yeah, I'm kind of on the fence. I don't think he's tight. Eh. So we're, I'm at eight right now. I'm looking at my Aaron list Rogers. here. Aaron Rodgers, if he plays, let's assume he's not. So I'm still at eight. Uh, Drew Brees is out. Kylo Murray. Can we get Kylo no. Murray in there? Can I, I get? I think I would put Baker above Kyler Murray for sure. Actually, okay. Yeah. What about? Oh yeah, Joe Burrow. Not there yet. Not yet. I do have high hopes for Joe Burrow and the Bengals, though. Carson Wentz. Not there yet. No, not, not close. Hell no. no. Okay, okay. I get, okay. All right. I get All right. We just uh, yeah. saw that Baker Mayfield is the top it, ten quarterback. All right. Just just low ten. Like I'll give eight, him nine ten. Yeah. Nine ten eleven. I'll give him that range. Okay. I can respect that. I respect that. Yeah, that offense is run first, best offensive line, and whatever comes in the passing game is just a bonus. Okay, so. So, so okay, go on with that because I have a question about OBJ, and maybe you'll answer that. We'll get there. We'll get there. So, we have (laughs) Baker Mayfield, top 10 quarterback, low top 10. Then you have the best duo of running backs, in my opinion. And on top on top of that, we have Ernest Johnson as our three, who is explosive, and we have seen explode in games where he came from uh, oh the XFL, I believe. He came from the XFL. and I, I know the name. Pounds. Yeah, because you picked him up in fantasy, I believe. I picked him up in fantasy, yep, yep. Yeah. The fantasy league that I won, that both of you guys were in. Go on. Sorry. Okay, I – Y'all know me. I drafted Baker Mayfield first, hoping. And then, that and was then he, you? Oh yes, that was me. That was Tim. He, and then he drafted. And then at the end of the season, he dropped all his players. I and just picked up all the Browns. All the Browns. Yeah. Yes. I had. This is Tim. I we mean, drafted Baker Mayfield in the first round, and I had high hopes for him. And then he exploded in the second half of the season, which I was already out. So. Yeah. So there's the running backs. Fullback Andy Janovich, he is solid. I like him. Solid. Not a lot of teams have, not a lot of people talk about the fullback, but I mean, that's important, like to fullback run behind knows. a good fullback. All right. Especially in that so, offense. Receivers. Now, this is, I love our receiving core. So you have Odell, who's coming back off ACL, which I don't think he'll ever get back to what he was on the Giants. Yeah. But he's there. He is solid. I don't think he's a top 10 receiver. Uh, Top 20, maybe top 15. Uh, Jarvis, who is, I hope he retires. I saw something on Twitter. Everybody hopes he retires at Cleveland Brown. And I hope so too, because what he brings to the locker room is insane. I like, then you I have like it. Hollywood Higgins. Hollywood Higgins. Yeah, I actually follow a couple Brown <laughs> accounts. Sniff, you follow that one chick. She's a super big Brown fan. I don't know oh. her name. 
Uh, there's a ton of them. Uh, blonde hair. Yeah. 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 She's super big and she always mentions Hollywood Higgins, but that's his name. Yeah. That's his yeah. actual nickname. Brown's no, game. his name is, yeah, that's his nickname. It's, uh, and Rashad, right? Yeah. Rashad Higgins. Rashad Higgins. Yep. He is, he is great. I mm-hmm. love him. He is a solid pass. He's a solid three. He's potential deep threat. We saw in, uh, we saw a couple games against the Bengals where he's just making these unbelievable catches, like these jump balls that, I mean, not really expecting a number three receiver to make. And then you have who I – Donovan Peoples-Jones. Him we and, love him. I love him too. I just – I love his name. Talkie Talkie and Peoples-Jones. Those are my favorite names in the NFL. Oh, yeah. David Njoku as well. I mean, we got – we got a ton of great names, but him, DPJ, and Hollywood, they – I want to see them all on the field. I want to see more four receiver sets on the field. Mm. That way we can have those two on the outsides. Like, they're great deep threats. Like, we saw at the end of the first Bengals game we played where it was just back and forth and three seconds left, DPJ catches a ball, toe tap on the end zone. It was just – like, you it's just love to see it as a rookie. And then we go down with JoJo Natson and and kick returners and stuff like that. So then we're going to go to the tight ends. Austin Hooper. <sighs> I, we just have so much talent that at the receiver and running back position that the tight ends are getting overlooked. Tim, David Njoku, and uh, oh, who was that rookie? I'm forgetting. Uh, Harrison Bryant? Or yes, yes, yeah, Harrison Bryant. He he is nice. I I wish we could. I wish we cut Hooper and like drafted another tight end and put uh, Harrison Bryant in for him because Harrison Bryant has so much upside. He just needs to protect the ball more. He fumbled yeah. like three mm. times. No, no bueno. And then David Njoku, he's iffy with his hands. I mean, like Eric Ebron. I will say that I do like the idea of spreading the ball out more and having different formations and. That would be really effective for a team like you guys who is just so good at running the ball. OBJ needs to stay healthy, but when he's healthy, it always like an automatic 1,000-yard season. So, no. Yeah, we uh, running play action. I love, I love play action. I, I want to be a football coach when I'm older, and play action is what I want to go to. And so just watching the Browns execute the play action because you, you really think they're going to run with Nick Chubb or Kareem Hunt. Like, how are you going to stop those guys with our old line? Yeah. So my question about OBJ is I think he's turning into more of a veteran role, not so much the number one guy. He's like more of a veteran mentor. Do you see that? Or do you think you got a couple more like big seasons in him and then he's going to turn into that role? When I see, when I think of veteran, I think of Larry Fitzgerald. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> and I just don't think Odell's there yet mentally. Like, he's a great player, but I don't think he's mentally there to what be makes you like say that? A, a role. Like, maturity-wise? Yeah, maturity. Oh, okay. I don't think he's mature yeah, he's, still doing, he's still doing his thing. You know, be Yeah. There. I don't think – I mean, Jarvis, I could see in that position. Jarvis and uh, – what was that? What was that show? Hard Knocks. Contagious. Oh, yeah. That speech. That speech yes. right there. Yeah, that's he, Lucas always mentions that, the contagious – all right, so what's the next thing you want to tackle, defense or the overall ranking? Defense. Uh, we already know the Browns' offensive line is number one, so we don't even have to get into that. But I will talk about their backups real quick. Blake Hance, uh, 
Oh, what's his name? Yeah, we had a whole bunch of backups because our offensive line was not fairly healthy the second half of the season. We have third strings like Blake Hans and uh, or our left tackle who tore his ACL. He's out of there now. Chris Hubbard. We've had those guys fill in and just like step up. And when you mm. really don't think that, like it's hard to find a good offensive lineman in the NFL. Yeah. And it's to not have not these, for Chargers fans. We're Chargers fans, dog. <laughs> That's all we go through. Hey, that that Northwestern tackle, he's gonna be nice. Mm-hmm. Right, later. later. So having those guys step up and fill in the role is just awesome to see for the offense. And now moving on to defense. <sighs> Number two. Very highly number two. So, would you agree with with the offensive ranking? No. Oh, offensive ranking. Uh, you You said you love the talent. You said you love the talent. Yeah, we have them at two. I think the addition of the Chiefs' offensive linemen. Who do you have above them? Uh, just the Bucks because I have the Bucks above them. I think the addition of the Chiefs' offensive line in the offseason that puts them above us. Well, I think they they lost Sammy mm-hmm. Watkins. Yes, one. Miko Hardman they, are number two now. They lost they lost two linemen and only replaced one of them. I mean, I think people. What do you are mean they? That. They uh, replaced the right tackle with Orlando Brown Jr. and then they uh, free right. agency Eric Fisher. That was their left tackle, I think. Orlando Brown. They, they, left. they let go oh, yeah. of someone else though. Uh, they let go of uh, Fisher and someone else. Didn't I they? think they I replaced think. both of them. Oh, they did replace them. I guess. Um, I, okay. See, you can't take nothing away from Miko Hardman because that's just like Tyree Kill 2.0. I mean, in my opinion. Okay. He just Chiefs hasn't had the opportunity yet. We'll see how good this offense is really like built upon Travis Kelsey and Tyreek if Miko could just step in a number two and just, you know, seamlessly transition and nothing. Yeah, I, don't even I miss it. I have the Chiefs at three. So oh, who's, like, who's the number four? Number four offensively, I got Cowboys. I don't trust Zeke at all. I, I don't. This is a – I I originally don't have him at four, but this is a common – I have him a lot lower. He has a high. Yeah. So this I, is a, me in the middle. I probably have him like at – where did I have him at? Like six or something? Maybe seven? Maybe nine? I think I had him at nine. He had him at five. So I know this is a – I still. Well, who else? Who else would you put around there? I mean – I mean, I okay. do believe the Cowboys are up there. Okay. Uh the Chargers are getting up Bills, there. Bills five and Rams six. Bills, if they don't – Josh Allen, I believe, is not going to have the same year he had. Really? Stephon Diggs is not going to have the same year that he had. Ooh. Why is that? I believe they, they're going to be one hit – or Josh Allen is going to be a one hit one. I love the Bills. Ooh. I love the Bills. Hurting me Browns sorry. and Bills are like, are like this. <laughs> Doesn't but, seem like it. I mean, I think there's no reason to think like that, right? I mean, they both had record seasons, and they they seem like to have really good chemistry. I mean, when has Stephon Diggs ever complimented a quarterback before? Before Josh Allen? That's true. Because yeah, like her cousins. <laughs> but but Josh Allen is improving year by year mm-hmm. from his rookie year with like 56 percent completion range, almost 70. He has Stephon Diggs. He has Cole Beasley, and well, I like he's Cole Beasley. For free, Manuel whatever. Sanders. Manuel Sand. No, Manuel. Yeah, Manuel Sanders. That running back situation, uh, that's why I have him at five because the uh, running back situation. It's, it's hard because the running back can be good one year and then completely garbage. They the got guy. Zach Moss and Devin Singletary. They're a good one. They're a decent one-two punch. They could do a lot better. Mm-hmm. And then 
But yeah, that's why I have my five Rams. Matthew Stafford just makes that team way better. I love Lock. Matthew Stafford. Cam Akers mm-hmm. is stepping into a, a you know, RB1 yeah. role. Wide receivers are still great. And then um, seven, who do I have seven on this list? The Ravens at seven, but that's too high. I have him at I had him at like nine, but he's yeah. high on the Ravens. And then eight Titans, only because they got Julio. Their defense is ranked 25th, though. And then nine. Yeah, so that's – and then nine, I have the Vikings. So that's our top nine. The Titans. Titans are kind of up there. Derrick Henry might go for 2K again. And you could put – you got Julio Jones and A.J. Brown. You don't yeah. have Corey Davis. But their defense is – that's why I don't think they're 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 awful. They're terrible. They're not going to get far out. I, shit, they'll – maybe get knocked out of the first round they they're a lot of people are yeah. thinking they're super bowl contenders no defense play a big part and i was drinking funny star i was drinking with a couple of my friends at my uh, um in downtown redlands and um they're they're all talking football and they think they know more than me and I'm, like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sports guy david through i threw a sticker on his forehead and i was like i'm sports guy david and i was like i will buy everyone in this whole bar a shot if you can name one cornerback for the Titans, <laughs> is it Dory Jackson still on there? <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't I, think so. He got picked up by someone. Remember, because the Chargers he's on the Giants, or he's on somewhere else. Yeah. Well, anyways, no, no one can name a cornerback, and I was like, exactly. Titans defense twenty fifth is actually being pretty generous. I don't think I can name a cornerback. Exactly. See, no one can. And, like, they got Bud Dupree. We get it. But, like, it's going to take a lot more than <laughs> – That is a huge loss for the Steelers. Yeah. All right. So, moving on to the defense. I have them, too. You think that's too high? Yeah. We, we still have not proven – we still have so much young talent. Mm. And I don't think they've proven themselves yet, especially on our linebacker core. Like, we okay. did bring in B.J. Goodson last year, a little old head. He played, he played his heart out. But, I mean, you have – Mac Wilson, who did not buff up the expectations. Sion Takitaki just hasn't had enough playing time. And now we, we drafted another one. And then Tay Davis. I mean, you have all these young guys with no experience. And it's just, it's just tough to put them up there. Now, our defensive line, we did bring in Malik Jackson after losing Larry Ogunjobi. We lost Sheldon Richardson. We just keep losing these veterans and – well, Malik Jackson is by far a veteran of veterans. Yeah. Uh, but I just don't think we have it. I think that you guys got picked on a lot in the secondary last year. And I just got to say, the way like, you picked up so many players in the sec- for your secondary is like, that's a good sign that you guys are wanting to stop that bleeding. So that's why we kind of, you know, think that these guys are going to live up to their potential possibly. We really do uh, like it. I mean, and not even just your draft picks, but your offseason acquisitions and John Johnson, Troy Hill. Everything you guys did secondary-wise, I think I'm maybe overlooking. Line- I know the linebacking core is mm-hmm. kind of shaky, but what what's his nickname? Karamosu. Karamosu Karma. Yeah. Just say so, joke. Joke? That's yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Joke. Joke, yeah, joke. That's cool last nickname. Joke, and then Miles Garrett. So like, I know I'm overlooking like, and and you're the guy who knows everything about the Browns. You name me players I don't even know. So like, I think this is they could potentially be the number two defense. This is an early prediction. Number two defense oh, is, I think a little high now. I'm thinking of it, but where would you rank them? Uh, personally, where would you rank them? I do believe they're top ten, but I put them like low, like Baker Mayfield, like eight, seven. 
All right, I have the Bears defense ranked at eight. Uh, Broncos defense ranked at nine. Chargers at ten. Which you replace Broncos over under uh, Bears? This guy is a. I thought he. I swear to God, he's a Broncos fan. How high? He <laughs> Broncos defense. So th- that's our compromise. Is they have a very similar secondary to you guys? Is where it's just yeah. Stacked. I, I and know the return of Von Miller and Von yeah. Miller. That yeah, I think it's gonna be big. The front four is a little shaky, but I have them way lower than that. I'll tell you that. But he has them at okay, nine. Man. <laughs> trying, I'm trying. <laughs> and then the Bears at eight. I mean, Khalil Mack. Yeah, yeah those guys. I also terrible. have the the uh, Broncos breaking the NFL record for forced turnovers in a season with like six sixty one plus. So I don't even know how that's gonna go. That it is, you're in the division with the Chargers, the Chiefs, and the Raiders. Yeah, I mean it's gonna be tough to do that. That's with. what I said. I said there. That's why because you got Derek Carr who completes seventy percent of his passes. You got Justin Herbert and you got Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. I know they got Patrick Shasane and Kyle Furler, but goddamn, dude. They're we get it. Working. We get it. They're gonna be on defense a lot with Drew Lock at the helm, but they're gonna have a lot of opportunity. Yeah, I'll say that. I, th- I don't think you'll agree with this one. Number seven, who I have above all those teams, I have him at number three personally. He has him like at 15. Compromise, the Washington football team at I number like seven. Him. I love oh, okay. him. You do like him. Okay, okay, cool. They I lost Kerrigan, but Chase Young makes up for a 1,000%. Old head. Yeah, he could go. All right, so where would you have him? Okay, so you said you'll trade him out for what? Maybe the Chargers at 10? I think yeah. I'd trade him out with – Put them where Washington football team is. Seven? Yeah. Okay. I just – I don't have any faith in our linebackers. See, when we faced, like, teams with a high run power, we did stop them because I bet we game plan them. But for, like, Lamar Jackson, the Ravens, I mean, mm. we have these linebackers who are playing kind of soft because, I mean, we'll get into the Ravens later. But <laughs> we just – our linebackers seem like they're playing soft. Our defensive line is just getting gassed because Miles Garrett coming off COVID. He's gas and no backup. Like Porter Gustin, like I mean, he's great and all, but he's not replacing Miles Garrett. And then you have Sheldon. A lot of people can't replace Miles Garrett. I do believe Miles Garrett is the best pass rusher right now. On the edge. Wow. Aaron Donald is number one. He will be number he's one. He's defensive tackle. I don't think he's edge. I'm talking about like edge. Miles Garrett is number one. Miles Garrett over Bosa TJ. over TJ Watt. Yes. yes. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Well, I'll, I'll take Miles Garrett in a fist fight any day. They should put him in a celebrity fight versus. Nah, um, it was it was definitely uh, <laughs> Rudolph's fault. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. I'm, he I, definitely I said something. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I tease. I call Mason Rudolph a helmet head. That's his nickname. I gave him. Yeah, there's no. I mean, of course, he should have ever done that. But yeah, the situation, everything, Mason Rudolph. I don't like Mason Rudolph as well. So, but uh, back to the situation. It. Miles Garrett is number one pass rusher. I oh, believe so, yes. And then our, our DBs, it's going to be a huge upgrade going from where Ronnie Harrison was injured, where Greedy was injured, and having Terrence, Money Mitch, Terrence Mitchell start the entire season. He dropped, uh, he was top seven, I believe, in pass deflections. And him and Denzel were just just I couldn't create a turnover. He's iffy right now. He is. I, I like him when we drafted him, but I don't. He's on edge right now. 
He's All right, just... two more two more questions I have for you before we get into the division. The Super Bowl odds for the Browns is plus twenty five hundred. So you put a hundred down, you win twenty five hundred. Um, you think that's too high, too low? Second question: Baker Mayfield hasn't signed his fifth year option. Should they wait till the end of the year or get it done? Those are the two questions I have. Shoot. Okay, so Super Bowl odds don't. <laughs> so don't put that pressure on us. I, mean, I told you. You don't need that pressure. But I'll put a hundred bucks down. I'm going to Vegas in a couple of weeks. I might put a hundred bucks down on on them. Twenty five hundred. You don't. This is second year head coach. This is Baker's third different system he's been put in. And this is the stop. I mean, results though out of a head coach. You believe, you, believe in, you believe in Stefanski, don't you? Yeah, but he didn't even coach our winning playoff game against the, exactly. Against That's the what I told someone. They're like, "Well, they won a playoff." You were like, "Stefanski wasn't even there for that win." He, he was. Had, he wasn't there, but I mean, I I'm guessing it was his game plan. I mean, yeah. What well, do you had COVID, right? Or uh, yeah, he had something. That one was interesting because the week before, I, I always talk about that because the Steelers could have bounced out your guys uh, the week before in the last game of the regular season. Oh, yeah, I remember that? But they benched. Big Ben, and then so this is kind of when we transition into the AFC North. This is a good transition for it because we like to talk about Big Ben. But then when Big Ben played that playoff game, I felt like the Steelers took were like a, a little Reverse. bit worse. Yeah, they they took a Big step ben back on their offense. Awful. I will, he is not a Hall of Famer. Oh, okay. Here we go. <laughs> he is Sarah. Yes, Haskins so. or Rudolph? Not even Rudolph. He is garbage as well. It's, it's time for Haskins to take over the Steelers. And Big Ben needs to be done. He's he's regressed after a shoulder injury or whatever he had with his shoulder or elbow or whatever it was. Yes, yes. He is gone straight downhill. After his Super Bowl win, he has shown no production. Antonio Brown carried him, I believe, for all that time. Now, Juju is not a number one receiver. Deontay Johnson is... He's solid, but needs to pick up his hands. And then Chase Claypool, I hate Chase Claypool. I hate him. I hate him. I hate him. He's a great football player, but I hate him. <laughs> All right. So this this is going into our response. Uh, Jay Sniff is a, a very active uh, response responder on our tweets. Yeah. And he, this, he said, so that was his rant. Let's go to Claypool and Juju. I loved Claypool the first three weeks. And then TikTok got involved. And I pretty much sold all my Claypool cards. I had a bunch of rookie cards. No, you think you're talking about Juju, right? Because Claypool. Oh, they both did them. They both do it now. Yeah, they they got like sponsorships. I get it. Get your money. You know, there's money in TikTok. It's just like when they lost to the Redskins, they did the trend where they go pick a side. And like when you go 11-0 and then lose to the Redskins, like, and then you even see players in the background like, what the fuck? Like, you got grown-ass men. They're grown-ass men as well. I get they're 19, 20, 21. But there's a time and place for it, dude. And Did like, you see I, uh, Devin Bush's tweet? Yeah, yeah. I was going to bring that up. Devin Bush said, if you got TikTok on your phone, get the fuck away from me. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Yes. And Juju, like that. Juju respond with like a eyes emoji or something emoji, right? Because that's mm-hmm. the most- 20 year old shit to do is fucking respond yeah. to emoji. So, so I'm guess we agree on that point, right? Yeah, they I hate that locker room presence. I with them <laughs> with them there, I don't think that offense is going to thrive at all. Their My offensive team. line is terrible. Mm-hmm. Now that a Pouncey retired, I mean, 
They lost think, all their linemen but one. They brought in – They brought in. Uh, I think Trey a guy Turner. from the Chargers. Yeah, Trey Turner. He only played like two and a half games, but yeah, Trey Turner. So, and then the running back, I – James Conner, I believe, had it. I don't think he did. I think he had it. And now Najee Harris and Benny Snell are going to be in the same situation as James Conner because the offense is terrible. Yeah, I agree. I like Najee Harris. I think he could be a little bit better than James Conner. Maybe that's because he got drafted in the first round, Alabama runner back. But dude is pretty looking pretty good. He, he looked great, but with – that offensive line, and I like Mike Tomlin, but well, I was just gonna ask you about Mike Tomlin because we talked. You talked about the locker room, and you don't like the locker room and their attitude with the players. And you just brought in Dwayne Haskins, who he had problems in Washington last year, well, and he, both he could, like, uh, Mason Rudolph and Big. Yeah, like I, I like Mike Tomlin a lot. I had a lot of respect for him. His record speaks for himself, but uh, you know he needs to get his locker room under control. And honestly, I, I think that maybe. This might be the back end of his coaching tenure, don't you think? Maybe like this might be a little bit of a sign of things to come or trending downwards. It seems well, like the Steelers' empire is going down. I don't know anything about the ownership over there, or the GM or whatever. But yeah, Tomlin, he's a great coach. I res- I have a hell of respect for him, and he just believe lost control of everything, starting with Antonio Brown. Oh, his situation, yeah. and then. On top of that, Le'Veon Bell winning a massive contract. Thank God. That's a good point. Us. That's a good Le'Veon point. He's a free agent, right? Uh, Yeah. He's a free agent. Antonio Brown is getting fucking handouts from Tom Brady. Le'Veon uh, actually was talking trash on Andy Reid a couple of weeks ago. Do you guys remember that? Oh, yeah. yeah, I remember that. You, you can- I don't know if I should believe in Le'Veon Bell because he's kind of like Antonio Brown. They're kind of like drama yeah. queens. Yeah, and then you bring in Chase Claypool and Juju, made enemies with the entire NFL. Like, what can you do about that? Yeah, and their defense, Devin Bush is coming back. They lost Bud Dupree. They got a decent secondary. Uh, He has them real high. I have them a lot lower, but six overall defensively. You think that's too high? I would give them that. I mean, they've – You'll give them that? Yeah, because I I will give credit. T.Y. is – Top three. You could argue any top three places for mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's true. He is awesome. And then Cam Hayward is I believe he's still there. He is a nice interior defensive tackle. Of course he's getting old and there's not much you can do with that. And <laughs> I think Tuit is he still there? Yeah, Tuit is still there, I believe. He's dropped off the past couple of years. And you lose Bud Dupree, who tore his ACL. I can't remember who is. I think he was playing the Ravens. Tore his ACL during that game, which that was a huge blow to their defense, which I believe brought the Browns to beat both of them. Yeah. Those two weeks, last two weeks. And they could be Joe Hayden, uh, Mike Davis. I do not like Minka. I just, he's so off and on. Like, of course, all I see him do is catch pick sixes against the Browns and crap like that. But Is there yeah. any way for the Steelers to figure things out and and look surprisingly good and decent this season, don't you think? Yeah, There's I, talent there. 
there is talent, but I think it all starts. As a Browns fan, are you scared? No, I'm not oh, scared okay. at all. They got the hardest schedule with a 76% winning percentage from opposing teams this year. Uh, so that's that against them and everything else. Playoffs or no playoffs? Steelers, no. They're out. And I believe this is the start of a rebuild for them. Wow. And my response, I said, if they lose, I said it in the podcast, I said it responding to him, I said they might actually get a top 10 draft pick because they either trade in or they are usually in the playoffs every year, so they usually have the 25th. They trade down. They don't care, really, it looks like, about the draft. But if they get a top 10, I think they could get a new franchise quarterback, uh, some offensive line help for sure. So that's just looking a little bit further. Um, talk about the Ravens. Uh, the Ravens. Okay. I, I'm going to start with Lamar Jackson no matter what. Lamar okay. Jackson has no type of accuracy. He is a below-average quarterback, but he is so skilled at running. A lot of people compare him to, like, Mike Vick. Mike Vick had a cannon of an arm. I don't mm. think Lamar Jackson has that. But I do believe Lamar Jackson is a better runner than Mike Vick was. Cool. I just – I will never see the Ravens going deep in the playoffs or Super Bowl contenders because their receiving core – and their quarterback. Okay, well, I was just going to ask about the receiving core because I think maybe they could be a little bit better this year. Rashad Bateman, Sammy Watkins, you get Mark Andrews back healthy. But <laughs> it's, a little bit, it's a little bit of a question mark when you can't even have the media filming your quarterback throw balls at practice right now. So, I mean, are you even scared of that? All that one tweet where it threw his duck of a pass. So, yeah, Sammy Sammy Watkins, week one hero, all right? Whoever – I feel bad for whoever they play week one because Sammy Watkins is going to have about three touchdowns, 200 yards. <laughs> and after that – I like Rashad Bateman. Um, there's Raven games I've seen where Hollywood Brown is so fast, not fast enough to catch the overthrown passes from Lamar Jackson. I'm not a Lamar Jackson believer. Uh, that's one train I'm not ready to get on. I'm getting on the Tua train. I'm getting on the Carson Wentz train. I just can't with Lamar Jackson. Yeah, he gets down on on the ground, but do you know Josh Allen has more rushing touchdowns than him? Josh Allen is an underrated runner. I believe uh, Lamar Jackson. I hate to say it because I don't wish it on anybody, but he's going to have some knee injuries coming up. Oh, I yeah. Don't, I don't want to jinx him because I know that sucks. Yeah. The way he's running – I mean, running quarterbacks don't last long. Get good yep. three, four years. Mm-hmm. Look at them all. The comparison with Mike Vick, I actually personally met Mike Vick. Um, he's one of my Madden heroes. He's one of my, you know, he's just a great. I had a cool, I was in the elevator with him. Had like a cool 30-second conversation. I got an autograph. Um, but I would never compare Lamar Jackson to, I don't think anyone would be Mike Vick. Mike Vick was a league of his own. That dude could throw it off his back foot 30 yards behind the line of scrimmage while six dudes in front of his face and just launch it. And I don't see Lamar Jackson doing that. So, yeah, the Ravens, J.K. Dobbins, I think could uh, be the RB1. I love Rashawn Bateman. Sucks that he went to the Ravens. I really wanted him to go somewhere else. But um, I see improvement, but I think Lucas said he could throw over 3,000 yards. I'm not seeing that. Yeah, he's the – I think that he could. I mean, 3,300 uh, would be his max, the most he's That's ever thrown in a season. also below average for a quarterback. 
They're going to need it, though. I mean, like you guys said, that running quarterbacks don't last. I mean, just look at Cam Newton, who's built way bigger than Lamar, and he's not even the same person anymore. So, <laughs> look, you got to keep keep up with the game or get left behind in the dust. And I think this is a, a turning point for Lamar Jackson already in his career, to be honest, because you're not going to win too many games in the playoffs. It's it's a whole different whole different game. Yeah, that and losing their offensive line, Orlando Brown. Losing yeah. Their- they ended up getting Ronnie Stanley to replace, uh, but and Andrew Alejandro Villanueva from the Steelers, but he's at the back end of his career as well, so there might even be questions about the running game as well. Yeah, their interior, their interior linemen, I don't think have it. They drafted a guy named Ben Cleveland, which I kind of like because it kind of messes with the Browns fans, reminding them that they moved. But yeah, it's uh, a little. A little jab. It's just, it's just a name. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of psychological warfare, right? You see that the uh, someone's backplate, and you think, "Oh God." Uh, if you line up against someone with the same you're destined to get ran through. <laughs> All right, moving on to the last team in the division, which I always forget they're in. Uh, the bank, the Bengals. Goddamn, I, I forgot right now. The Bengals, I have ranked 27th overall. That needs to be adjusted. I think that's too low. And 28th defensively, which I think could be a little higher maybe because they got Carl Lawson. But uh, you're probably not scared of the Bengals at all, right? I'm not really scared of their defense. I am scared of their offense, though. Hmm. Why is that? Well, who do you think is going to really step it up for them? Last year, our two games with the Bengals were both shootouts. That's true. I mean, yeah, they were pretty good games. Joe Burrow is the second-best quarterback in that division. <laughs> well, we did try to name 10 quarterbacks. We didn't name Joe Burrow, so I guess he is accurate with that statement. So He might even be better this year with the return of Joe Mixon. We talked about it just the other day in the podcast, the fantasy. And he's going to be big in keeping the game balanced for Joe Burrow and slowing things down. That might be something you might be afraid uh, of. I'm, I'm going to give you five words. Offensive line. Ain't going to happen. Ain't going to happen with that offensive line. When they drafted Jamar Chase, I was, I was done with them. Like, that why? We get it. They have that LSU connection. I mean, Jarvis Snow, they'll have that LSU connection. Like, what's those? It just, At least we could say that Joe Burrow was the reason why, right? Because it looked like they were going to draft that left tackle, but he, Burrow was the reason yeah. why, he, you know, they joined the other way. Burrow, so. You want to get a tackle, bro. But he said he said it himself. So I mean, Ugh. even they're making their quarterback happy. I guess fans just gotta suck it up. Well, there goes his ACL. And there goes his other. Having Joe Mixon line up in the gun, and then Jamar Chase. They only have Tyler Boyd. They I lost John Ross. John Ross is out of there. Yeah, T Higgins is there though. Oh, yeah, I like T. Higgins. I like, I like T. Higgins, too. Because I really do like Joe Mixon. I like T. Higgins. I mean, if I had to choose another team to root for in the AFC North, it's got to be the Bengals. It's hard. <laughs> That's a hard thing to do because if you ask me, I can never root for the Broncos. I can never root for the Chiefs. I can never yeah. root for the Raiders ever. And even in my past life or in my future lives, <laughs> I'm not – I'm not. I'm carrying the bolt with me everywhere. But, yeah, Bengals are not a hated team, you know, they got new, you know, new jerseys. They got Joe Burrow. You know, they can't – I don't know a lot of people that hate the Bengals. They're just kind of there, and it's usually between the Steelers, Browns, and Ravens. They're just fighting now, and the Bengals are just there. 
They've been irrelevant for so long, no one even cares. Because Marvin Lewis was their fucking head coach, and they always either lost by a field goal or missed a field goal to get in the playoffs. They, they, I don't think they ever won a playoff game with him. I don't think so either. Andy Dalton, I believe that he won a playoff game. One. I think they only have one. They were in a long drought. I just know that. And they had the worst luck. They could not get past a certain round with Marvin Lewis. So Yeah, Marvin Lewis was there. Yeah, unfortunately. Which, Marvin Lewis news, I mean, we don't need to talk about that. <laughs> but so so you're not – so out of all, any teams in this division – so, yeah, I'm guessing you have the Browns winning the division. So what's the rankings in your division? So I believe we play the AFC – I believe we play all divisions. Yeah, because mm. we versed, yeah, we versed each other. So I, judging by the matchups, I, I want to give it to the Browns. The Steelers and Bengals are out. It's just between the Browns and Ravens, and I, we have haven't beat the Ravens since I believe twenty eighteen. Okay. Out. Or that was, no, that was the start of twenty nineteen. We blew out the Ravens start of twenty nineteen. And then this year was all shootouts. As you can tell with Lamar Jackson's poop game. God. <laughs> that was a that was brutal, huh? That oh our defense performed against Tracy McSorley, RG three, Chad Henney, any backup Mason Rudolph, the week seventeen game, any backup quarterback we faced, we put our defense played like they were nobody's. We had so that's your guys' weakness? Backups. I don't know what it is, but we can. <laughs> but then, of course, Lamar Jackson came in and threw a – looked like it was a backyard route to <laughs> yeah. Brown. Yeah, that was um, – that was hard. It was. Even hard. for me. I, I just remember every Brown game I've seen that ended brutally, I was like, I wonder what Sniffy's doing right now. Yelling. Yeah. <laughs> End of that game, I was so pissed. <laughs> and then the Chiefs, I mean, how can you not stop Chad? How can you not keep him contained? It's just Yeah, that was a tough one too. For two games a year. How can you not keep Chad Henney contained? Like They're gonna say they're gonna sign him to a hundred million dollar contract. Chad Henney. Run it. Best backup. He's going to turn like Tannehill. He's going to go to a team that needs a quarterback, and he's going to flip his career around. Who? Like Fitzmagic? Like Fitzmagic, like Tannehill. Chad Henney was on the Dolphins, too. Maybe you had to be on the Dolphins to turn your career around. Damn, that's so true. <laughs> Not that one quarterback who got dealt to the Cardinals, and he's on Josh the 49ers. Josh Rosen. Oh, so bad for that guy. <laughs> Is there anything else you want to uh, touch on? You said what? Anything else you want to touch on? Some last closing statements for the uh, Browns? I was just saying, like, I was thinking about it. Like, when I became a Browns fan, you had Hugh Jackson. And I don't know who the GM was. But then John Dorsey came in. And I love John Dorsey. The GM was – I don't know where he's at now. I think he's on the <laughs> with Freddie Kitchens. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's over there with the Giants now. Like, I like him. He drafted nice. Our drafts have been perfect the past three years. But quarterbacks. John Dorsey is currently with the the, the Lions. Oh, with that shit show. 
Yeah. Okay. Actually, this is something that we wanted to talk about with you is Baker Mayfield because we he didn't do uh, his fifth year option yet. The team didn't pick it up. But do you think Baker Mayfield? You said he's top ten quarterback. Do you think he's the guy that could potentially get you guys a ring? Because honestly, I kind of see him in that tier of quarterbacks where it's like Alex Smith, maybe Derek Carr, kind of a game manager type, and sometimes. Sometimes those guys just serve as just a really good, you know, game manager, but maybe can never get you that ring and could just be a guy that's, you know, a placeholder until you find that special one. I don't know how that's how kind of how I feel about it. What do, what do Browns fans feel about it? Oh, well, <laughs> well of course, Browns fans are going to say, oh, he's bringing us to the ring. <laughs> yeah, that's what the vibe is. Yes, that's everybody on Twitter. Is, okay. It's all Browns, everything we're going to the Super Bowl. Whereas, I mean, I I believe I have a little more knowledge. Over so that. what would you say? <laughs> I He gives me Brett Favre vibes. He's going to be like <laughs> Brett Favre. And so he could be, get you a ring. He's going to be great, yeah. He has potential. I mean, as we saw with the – their second round exit against the Chiefs where, I mean, we had it. We had it in the bag, and then – That's like almost a Super Bowl for you guys. Daniel Sorensen had a nice little headshot on – Oh, man, we started with that guy. I, as an AFC West Charger fan, I fucking can't stand that guy. That's a dirty – one of the dirtiest players in the league. I can't stand that motherfucker. That oh. We went – well, of course – And hey, the fumble, right? It was a fumble. He dove. But- Oh, don't get started that shit. And gave them the ball. So I mean, we we always have it there. It's just, I believe, like that was not a smart play. You could easily tuck it and run run through him for a a yard, but instead you have to dive and try to get it right then when there's still a minute on the clock, or you could have ran out of bounds. Like it's just stupid plays like that. Like yeah. the poop game, Lamar's poop game. I don't know what our defense was doing right there. I mean. Of course, the Ravens were running backyard routes, and then the Steelers. The Steelers, I believe, was a fluke. <laughs> I do believe our. There's no way that we score a fumble return off a bad snap on the first play of the game. Yeah, that was some crazy shit, and that that just put the momentum on our side. I mean, if that doesn't happen. Who knows? Has been bit is been throwing four interceptions. Probably. Dang, really? Oh, that's how you feel about the the game. If if we didn't get that fumble recovery and they score on the first possession, I bet momentum brings them. But yeah, instead, momentum is a Marcus Kelsey is, is an old head and bit bit sucks. <laughs> All right, uh, last question I have for you. Um, so, oh, my God, I forgot my question. It was about Baker Mayfield. Oh, okay, yeah. So, stick with Baker Mayfield. He's top 10. You know, you all the quarterbacks, um, I will uh, – there should be a contest for Browns fans if you can name them all. I know there's a jersey. They just keep on taping new names. Like, Browns fans are so tired of that. I'm tired of seeing a new quarterback. Like, just stick it with Baker Mayfield, right? Sign the fifth-year option. Just just get him, get a guy that you're confident with. And just don't don't roll the dice on another court. Just get the guy you got right now, right? Yeah, I believe we need to stick with him. Of course, 
it's been – he broke the the rookie passing touchdown his, his rookie year, 2018. Or, yeah, after poor Tyrod Taylor. Man, the guy can't catch yeah, up. Poor, like, Jesus Christ. Don't get me started, Tyrod Taylor. I feel bad for the guy. After Tyrod Taylor came in, got injured, Baker Mayfield showed up week three against the Jets, which was our first win in damn near two years. Yeah, oh, my right. God, yeah. And then that one in fifteen season, they won us when uh, Kaiser was the quarterback. What was his name? Kaiser. Kaiser was the quarterback. I think he won us, and then they only, that's their only game they won that year. That was, yeah. I think. Oh, that was so bad. That so, was embarrassing. Baker led us to our first win in two years, and almost went positive. I think we went seven, eight, and one, or mm-hmm. seven and one that year. So almost brought us over five hundred. And then we brought Freddie Kitches in. That was a shit show. Well, he was inter- he did well as the intern head coach. Yeah, I remember that. There, there were Browns fans dressing up like him at the games. Yeah, I remember that too. He was our savior at the end of that. And then he <laughs> coached, and then <laughs> I don't know. Like I don't know what much you could do to screw up a six and nine season after. <laughs> After going what six, seven, and one, and yeah. then season with uh, Stefanski, and I mean, I, I do believe Stefanski is the key to Baker Mayfield because I think he worked with Aaron Rodgers before. He was the offensive coordinator for the Vikings before, right? Yeah, yeah. He came from Kirk Cousins and checked down Kirk. That's what I. That's what I'm saying because I feel like he's kind of like the Sean McVay to the Jared Goff when you compare it to like how the Rams were and some people say oh you know Jared Jared Goff is actually a good quarterback you're like well I don't know like what if like the Browns all of a sudden have I'm not wishing this upon you have a shit year and then next year they're in the running for like an Aaron Rodgers you know I'm pretty sure they would take that trigger I don't see that that controversy happened after this offseason with Aaron Mm -hmm. Rodgers Browns. There are so many people who wanted Aaron Rodgers to go to the Browns. I wow, that's I don't follow enough Brown fans to see that, but that's that's weird seeing other fan bases. You know, well, I think anybody wants Aaron Rodgers. Fuck the bullshit. True. Like I don't know why you want that when we have a successful quarterback, and all these ESPN BS analysis are asking if Rodgers should go to the Browns. What we're where we are right now? Where what? You said twelve hundred for Super Bowl contenders. Like, plus plus, plus twenty five hundred. That's super underdog right there. Just to show up to get to the Super Bowl, I think, right? Yeah, or was I think win? that's a win. That's a win. I mean that right there. I mean, just shows. I mean, of course, there's going to be what thirty, <laughs> twenty five on other teams under that. Twenty yeah. or twenty four teams under that. So, I mean, where we are at with Baker Mayfield, I think, is just right where we want it. We're not good enough, but we're not 0-16. I think we're just perfect where we're at right now, and we'll see what this season Baker Mayfield leads to us this season. Yeah, I like his energy. He's like – I don't want to make this comparison, but he's like a better version of Johnny Manziel. He still has like that (laughs) kind of like energy – like he has like that. Don't give I like a fuck his commercials. Energy. I like his commercials. Uh, what is it? Progressive or what is it? At home with Baker Mayfield. Yeah. yeah. Almost, I, I I would joke. I was like, he's a better actor than quarterback. 
I would joke that a lot, but you know, he, I guess he's top 10 apparently. So we got to clip that, but yeah, um, he brings that energy, you know, just like loose, you know, fits in there. Perfect with that way better than Johnny Menzel. Johnny Menzel's in the fan football fan controlled league or whatever the fuck that is. But yeah. So, all right. So you're on board with Baker Mayfield. So let's see. Uh, Cross your fingers for, for that signing. In this off season, I wait till his performance and then, Okay, so sign after. Yeah, I think that's what they're doing. But they're like, well, they're in no rush. That means uh, we're going to see if he does good or not. And then. That's exactly what that means. Of course, I have faith in him. I love Baker Mayfield. I've, I've seen Baker Mayfield play at the high school level, the college level, and the NFL. Oh, right or die right here. You hear that, Baker Mayfield, if you're out there? Oh, my oh. gosh. Okay, wait. Okay, this has to be the last question before we go. You had to have seen Baker Mayfield talk about the UFOs in Texas. Wasn't he in Texas? Oh, Didn't he yeah. See- yeah, he's from Austin. Yeah, okay. Do you have any opinion on that? I don't know. On UFOs? Do <laughs> <Like, laughs> you think he saw a UFO? Probably, I don't know. Did you, do you believe in UFOs? There's guarantee life outside of us. Okay. okay. If he saw a UFO or whatever, there's definitely life. I mean, there's no... How are we here? What makes us special for us? <laughs> oh, we're getting deep. All right. We could, we could go all in. We could go all in. He's a conspiracy theorist, so don't get him started. All right. Well, there you guys have it. Um, Sniff, where can we find you? I know, you're, I know you stream. Uh, you can uh, plug that. Plug everything in. I stream I stream a little bit, but, I mean, that's nothing. Just follow me on Twitter at Jake Sniffin, or my Browns Twitter is at dog pound underscore or something like that. <laughs> okay. We'll put it in. The, we'll put it in the description so you guys could see. Yeah. All right. Well, there you guys have it. Uh, you can follow me, Sports Guy David, all social media, Sports Guy David, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, my TikToks are coming. I say that every time, but I am for sure. I got it. There's so much stuff prep work for TikToks. I really got to give credit for those TikTokers. There's a lot of prep work. Um, working. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to be in locker rooms doing dances on logos or anything like that. But, Lucas, where can we find you on social media? Find me on Twitter at SugarFreeLucas. And make sure you guys follow the Tough Podcast on all social medias. Links are in the description. Tough Podcast, Tough Fantasy, Tough Chargers, all that good stuff. If you guys want to be on this podcast, all you literally got to do is slide in my DMs, his DMs, the tough old 18 of accounts we have, DMs, and you'll literally be on the podcast next week. We're here for the fans, for the fans. There wouldn't be there wouldn't be sports without fans. So there you guys have it for the Browns fan spotlight. Thank you, Sniff, for for coming in, um, repping that Baker Mayfield jersey. And uh, all right, you guys have a wonderful day, Sniff. Have a wonderful day too, Lucas. Yeah, for having me. No problem, man. Appreciate you. And we are out. We'll